poems are meant to be good or bad. A fine instance of critical paralysis. T.S. Eliot liked at least three of the poems, but posterity is beginning to find his taste unsure, especially since he too, like Enderby, became the librettist for a Broadway musical. I have no opinion about either Enderby's poems or Enderby himself. I do not know whether I like or dislike him. I only know that for me he exists. I fear that he may probably go on existing. A.B. Lugano, November 1983 Chapter 1 Will and Testament When Ben Johnson was let out of jail, he went straight to William Shakespeare's lodgings in Silver Street and said, Let us drink. Ben, Will cried, your ears are untrimmed and your nose whole. The shearers were held off then. I'm glad to see you well. But thirsty, let us go and drink. We can drink here and shall. Mamsey, sherry sack, or shall I send out for ale? Ben, 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 have a care. Next time the shearer may be the ultimate trimmer, the sconce chopper, as they call him. I have a mind to drink in a tavern. Let us go. As you will this being a sort of great day for you. How was it in jail? A Marston and Chapman there yet? There still, and like to stay. After all, the offending line was of their making. As for the jail, stink, maggots, rats, lepers, pocky-chankers. But there was a man I will tell you of while we drink. You swore to me the line was your line, the best line in the whole of Westwood Ho, as you would have it. How does it go now? The Scotch, it begins with the Scotch. Eastward Ho is the title. You look as ever the wrong way, back when the rest of us look forward. It is this. The Scotch are good friends to England, but only when they are out of it. Well, indeed, I wrote it, but it seemed politic to father it on the other two. Under oath, aye, but a poet could not live, did he not perjure. They went down the stairs and past the workshop of the tire-maker Mountjoy. Will's landlord, Mountjoy, was scolding in Frenchified English the apprentice Belot. "'Immortal,' Will said. "'He can never say that I did not make him immortal. But no gratitude there. How immortal! I have him in Harry Five as the herald. He taught you the dirty French for the same. He put right the grammar. I knew the dirt already.' Out in Silver Street, which the sun had promoted to gold, they saw beggars, limbless soldiers, drunken sailors, whores, dead cats, ordinary decent citizens in stuffed gowns, a kilted highlander with a flask of uskbau in place of a sporran, a ballad singer with few teeth sang. For Bonnie sweet Robin was all my joy, and Robin came off to my bed. But Robin did wrong, so to end his song, the headsman did chop off his head. An old one, Ben said, and still I cannot hear it without a shudder. It seems older than it is. A great deal has happened in the interim, poor Robin. That was your name for him. You called him Robin to his face? He was Robin to my lord of Southampton, and my lord of Southampton was ever Harry to me, so it was always out upon titles. But he was ever saying when he was become King Robert the First of England, there would be no familiarity then. Would it had been so, sometimes I think, though, bloodless. 
bloodless. Treason, man, careful. What will you do? Report me to Gobbo Cecil? And please you, good my lord, there is this low playmaker that doth say how the Essex rebellion should have succeeded. He'll say, aye, aye, and maybe he's in the right of it. He's no love for slobbering Jamie with his bishops and buggery, and drinking tobacco is an unco foul sin to the body, laddie, and doth inflame the lung. If thou lovest tobacco, then lovest thou not thy king. Then sighed. I know how it is. I say too many Scotsmen about, and I'm flung in jail. You could tell the king to his face that he's a... Uh, I say no more. You see that sour man in black there? Following us, is he? Nay, he turned off. You could skite in his majesty's mouth, and he'd say, Aye, I do dearly love a good witty jest, laddie.